This is History Potpourri, a podcast devoted to an assortment of historical topics by world history students. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the History Potpourri podcast, where today we're going to be talking about the largest amphibious invasion in the history of warfare, or, as some people call it, the invasion of Normandy. In our presentation, Vyas and I will be discussing the history leading up to the event, a description of what actually happened, and the significance of the event. But just to start us off, the invasion of Normandy, also called D-Day, is the Allies' attempt to take a major port along the French coast. Following World War I, the Treaty of Versailles placed reparations on Germany for supposedly causing the war. The result was a weak form of government in Germany, which led to the rise of totalitarian governments, the main being the Nazi Party. One of the Nazi Party's main goals was to expand political control over Europe, and the League of Nations, created to suppress this kind of political activity, proved to be ineffective in regulating the Nazis. This was the beginning of the Nazis' exploitation of the Jews and surrounding areas. Although there were many attempts to suppress Nazi rule, D-Day was perhaps the definitive turning point. Although the Axis powers were expecting an invasion from the Allied powers, they had no idea what they were in for. The Germans thought that the easy choice was to invade the city of Pied-de-Calais because it was closest to Allied ports and would be the fastest way for the Allies to invade. However, the Allies had a trick up their sleeve. The Allied powers decided to invade the beaches of Normandy rather than the port city of Pied-de-Calais, the Germans had been fortifying the French coast for multiple years at this point, but however, the Allies were preparing for the invasion themselves since they entered the war. The Allies had been building up their armies for years, knowing that it would come down to one battle to take back Europe. Right before the invasion, Allied powers used deception tactics to make the Germans believe that they were actually attacking numerous other ports along the French coastline, as well as Norway. With the use of fake equipment, a phantom army, double agents, and fraudulent radioactivity, the Allies were able to trick the Germans. With the weather delay, Eisenhower was forced to delay the invasion 24 hours to June 6, 1944. Soviet troops were already fighting Nazis on the east end, and an invasion from the west side would put the Nazis at a military disadvantage. The morning of the invasion, Troops were sent to secure bridges and exit roads. Then, starting at 6.30 in the morning, the Normandy landings were initiated. Throughout the day, 150,000 Allied troops stormed and captured Normandy beaches. More than 5,000 ships carrying troops and supplies left England for the trip to France. More than 11,000 aircraft were mobilized to provide air cover and support for the invasion. There was a large amount of equipment that was used in the invasion of Normandy. This included hundreds of landing ships for tanks, infantry, and cargo, as well as including seven battleships, four from the British and three from the U.S. The 23,000 paratroopers driving behind enemy lines also played a huge role in the invasion, clearing a path for troops from the infantry landing ships. The planes used were extremely important to the success of the invasion. Not only did they let out paratroopers, but also dropped bombs and helped cover the in incoming infantry. 
there was even 2,500 tons of bombs dropped onto the German bunkers. The ratio was an astounding 156,000 Allied troops compared to a merely 40,000 German soldiers. This battle was still a hard fight because of the German superior defense and location advantages. Although there were five beaches, which included the Utah Beach, Omaha Beach, Gold Beach, Juno Beach, and Sword Beach, we will mainly focus on the most deadly, Omaha Beach. Omaha Beach has become known as the most deadly beach of all of the D-Day invasions, specifically because it was the hardest terrain and had the highest casualties. Troops had to defend themselves from enemy fire while also trying not to drown, with a backpack weighing in the range of 70 to 100 pounds. All the other beaches had similar conditions to what Omaha Beach had, but were much less deadly in comparison. In the end, the Allies had complete control over Normandy by June 30th, 1944. D-Day was crucial in the Allies' victory in World War II, as it marked the beginning of the end for Nazi Germany. If the Allies had not been victorious, the reign of the Nazi party would continue to dominate. By August 1944, the Allies had liberated Paris from German rule, which concluded the Battle of Normandy. The Allied forces then met up with Soviet troops in Germany the next year, where they would make a declaration for peace and essentially end World War II. In our podcast, we use documents from EisenhowerLibrary.gov, History.com, HistoryOnTheNet.com, and the D-Day Story.com. Thank you.